And then I'm gonna clap. Yeah. Ouch. Okay. Now we're good. All right. Start the show. Loud clapper. Yeah. You have to be. You have it's to. Is that a big skill of of podcasters to be able to clap really loud? Yeah. That's part of it. Well, with that <laughs> out of the way, um, thank you guys for tuning in this week's episode of the Billy and Boyd podcast. Um, thank you. Let's for start continuing. this with shaming Billy for having a social security card on the floor. Oh yeah, I do. Billy, your room is a fucking mess, and I mean that with love. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it before because we've recorded episodes in here before. Was, it, it, was that there last time? Honestly, I don't know. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I should probably take more care of it. My dad yeah, tells me to get take Billy's care of it. Social security number is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can all see it. Yeah. Honestly, the, the fucked up thing about it, it though is that it's like easy to memorize. So if somebody looks at it, you can probably memorize it. Dude, mine's like, like that too. Yeah, we got some sharing numbers there. We yeah, the it's, it's good for so. me because if anybody ever asks for it, like I just have it in my head automatically. But like if anybody sees the card, it's like, oh, well, they're gonna know yeah. this because it's super easy to like get down. All right. Well, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and introduce our guest for this week, um, Mr. Max or Danny. Is that's Master? Hi there. How are you doing? Um, we met Max freshman year in Lieber, he lived on the other side of the floor from us. So Max, why don't you go ahead and tell us sort of your experience with freshman year living in Lieber and how I guess we all kind of met. So do you want all, like, I'm not gonna give you all of my freshman year. Not all of freshman year, not all of that. But but yeah, freshman year was fun. It was like, uh, I mean, we didn't, we weren't in COVID. So, I mean, that's obviously the big one. Uh, But just having like friends on the floor was sick as hell. Yeah, it Uh, it was pretty nice. Being able to just go next door and be stupid with people. Yeah, that's one thing I do kind of miss because nowadays it's like, I mean, we have Justin and like 2K and Impost and Sam, like they live below us that we're all friends with. But like other than that, it's like, we don't have all the same people that we had freshman year. Yeah. Like, do you remember Frankie? The guy who lived down the hall for us, yeah. like super tall? He was in, oh no, different Frankie. Different Frankie, okay. Also like I, 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 I miss seeing him, I miss seeing Jordan and Jay. Yeah. I miss seeing Mauricio, just like walking around. Dude, having fast as a neighbor. Yeah, that was pretty high. Hogged up. Like, and, and now it's like, well, we see each other on weekends, but it's not like the same thing where you get every day. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes I see those people around campus or like different parties and shit, and I'll say hi to them and stuff, but it's just, I don't know, like just seeing people every day was nice, but um, I mean, life changes. We need to live in communities again. I miss tribes. Yeah. yeah. Society. Mega compound. Me- mega. That'd be so fun. Cities. The, the more we're together, the further apart we actually are. My family are. have like four brothers, so we all have like the, like our dream is to have a compound. And Dude, like, yeah. This if you need cult. like another person to join your compound. <laughs> we can always use, yeah, yeah. more. Oh no, I actually. Me and my four wives. <laughs> going back to what you said a couple seconds ago about how, well. yeah, the, the closer we are, the farther apart we are. I actually watched this talk about this last night. It was about the third place and how suburban communities have kind of fucked that up. Because if you live in the suburbs, odds are you don't really have a big yard. You're kind of close together. So your first place is obviously your home. Your second place is either school or work, depending on like what age you are in life. And then most humans, like they need a third place, like another place to like hang out and chill and just do other stuff. But if you live in a suburban community, that place isn't likely going to be easy to access. So like if you live in like a big ass suburb, it's like a gate gate or something. places. So for mine, obviously, first place would be here, this apartment. Second place would be probably Earl Hall, because that's mm-hmm. where I spend 90% of my time on campus. And my third place is honestly just any of my other friends' apartments okay. to hang out, just like wh- where I'm at, either just like downstairs in Zach's apartment or Dempsey's and Boyd's apartment or at like the Ridge at Bounce Place. So like any of those places. But like, that was a good point. Like if you live in a big ass suburban community, yeah. then you're probably not gonna have a third place within walking distance. And like, even if you're a kid like in middle school, 
like I know when I was in middle school I really needed something like that like my friends never going to the lake I mean but there are like extracurriculars that kind of fill that role it's just they're usually at school yeah exactly so it's like you're still ha- doing something having fun with people at school but in the, in the back of your mind it's like I think you need to keep that like place separated I say we burned down all extent. the schools yes that was <laughs> now they won't have that issue anymore yeah. But the schools, all the compounds we're going to make for our cults. Only, only one school and it can't yeah. have anything cool in it. Yeah. It just has to be school. One room. And they're the all the same age. Yeah. That's, uh, what's it called? That was like a... That was a schoolhouses or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had one of those in Abigail. What was that book? It was about a schoolhouse. It was obviously, it wasn't like working anymore. It was like a big like house that was like really old and like, it was like a wooden room basically. Yep. No, dude, actually back in Abbeville where I live, out in the middle yeah. of nowhere, um, there's like a, uh, the, you know the house next to us like white and it like is on that little slope down the hill. Dude, can you remember where I live? I kind of, yeah. Yeah, that used to be a schoolhouse apparently. And my That's mom cool. like told me about it. It was like 80 years ago. It used to be a schoolhouse. Hmm. And now, well, that, yeah. yeah, and now uh, the person who owns the property just like rents it out to people who like come down to where we live and hunt. Because I live in a very uh, rural area. Yeah, so I almost like, hit cows one time going to Billy's house. Yeah, there's like a big ass cow pasture across the road from me and sometimes they just get out. Do you guys ever move a cows? Yeah. I would do that all the time as a kid. Yeah. It's so fun. But, uh, can we, anyways, can we all get a move real quick? Move. Thank you. That's what we need to avoid. We need to stop clapping for safety. Yeah, just all move. Just start moving, making random animal noises. Yeah. We can do Let's a Let's make a really long, drawn out noise. It's really hard to line it up. Yeah, really perfect. hard to line it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Max is in improv. He's in the improv troupe here at Clemson, Marshall Soup. Um, it is the best improv around, I can guarantee you that. They are in probably around. Yeah, I was going to say within like a couple mile radius. Yeah. Uh, God. But yeah, they are super funny and they have shows um, periodically, I think once a month right yes. now when school's in session. Yeah. Uh, once a month on, I think like the last, it, it depends on the months, uh, but this month it's February 25th and then April 1st. Okay. And April then Fool's Day. April Fool's Day, yeah. So we got to... Figure out something for that. You gotta yeah. be funny for that one. Yeah, I know. We got like be super all funny. obligated to be yeah. funny. <laughs> I know. Actually, I, I didn't realize that the first fall on a Friday this year. Certain cool. groups of people get like uh, months, like Black History Month, and then Women's History Month is next. Mm-hmm. And then I think for like comedians, April? we have April Fools. Yeah, you got these. We have the one day. <laughs> um, so it's. I'm glad America recognizes us. Yeah. 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 Well, they have April Fools in other countries. Probably like it seems it's not, not a real it seems holiday. It's like such so. a ridiculous thing that only yeah. America could come up with it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, America has fucking international celebrating a pirate day, dude. Arr. You know what I've heard people do is they pay like Congress people and senators to. Uh, they pay save, Congress people. They yeah, can do that. Yeah, to say oh. the, the holiday like on the transcript because so it becomes like a recognized thing. Mm. It's like National Pirate Day probably paid. Yeah, dude, I'm really Who's glad. Who's the most pirate senator we got? <laughs> I'm really glad that there are people who are paying Congress people to Make do really shitty things. Yeah, yeah, that would be awful. I'm really glad that doesn't happen in this country. I'm really worried now that I just heard this and someone was lying to me, but. Uh, <laughs> We can spread lies on the internet. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Fine. Yeah. Even I spread false information online. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Always a good time. All right, so uh, we have a set of questions for uh, for Max, and the first one that popped in my head was just a simple one. Uh, why did you decide to join improv? Because you joined your sophomore year, right? I did. Yeah. So, so I wanted to join since freshman year. Okay. Um, but they only do auditions at like the beginning of the year. In the fall. In yeah, the fall. I got you. So it's like you. 
Do you basically I have to move on I found out afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, I went to all the shows and, like, fucking literally was one of their biggest fans and would have been crushed if I didn't get in. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And we all got sent home. And then they did Zoom auditions. Uh, and I fucking signed up for that. It was well... Uh, I was redoing my toilet. I was putting, installing a bidet. And so, like, in the middle of uh, auditions, I heard, like, a pop and then a bunch <laughs> of water, uh, like a stream. So I, I'm i like, give me a second. And then I had to cut, cut off in, like, the middle of the scene to Do go you, fix my bidet. Is this in your house or, like, it's your in apartment? apartment? Do you, you, like, you like using a bidet? It's, okay. I can't deal with it. So, so that was a non-specific enough question for me to have to clarify. Uh, I like using bidets. Um, I do not like using that bidet. Okay. Fair. <laughs> it is a like twenty-five dollar Amazon bidet. Yeah. And so it will use water to clean your butt, um, but not gently. <laughs> and there are a lot of buttons on it, and none mm-hmm. of them really explain what they do. Uh, and a pro tip, don't experiment with the buttons on the bidet while you're using the bidet. Uh, I'm just gonna leave that there. Uh, and yeah, it's like cold and not great. So I only use it in case of emergency. Um, but otherwise, like, my friend in Florida has like a super expensive Japanese, like, heated bidet. Uh, like vibrates your balls while it. Oh my god, that's really nice. Actually. I don't want to use the water part of that, but the heated. Part, no, it's like, like it's like warm water, and it's like oh. at the perfect angle, and like oh, okay. it's very yeah, like relaxing water. and cleansing, and it has a dryer. Yeah, I want a, a seated toilet seat or a yeah, heated, heated toilet seat. Would you seat. like it to talk to you? Not really, no. I don't want it to say anything when I sit down. <laughs> I just want it to be warm in the morning, and that's it. <laughs> what? Like, what? It sounds like, wow, you've gained weight. Yeah. I want to be honest That was a big one, dog. Yeah, that that sounds kind of unsettling to me. I, I don't a like... A warm one? Okay, wait. But what about, like, if it could scan your poop, right? Because that's the thing that's I would want right? poop statistics. Like, people, people are getting their bowels... Like checked because it's a really good way of figuring out how yeah, healthy you are. Yeah. That that I would be down for. That's not a bad idea actually. But would you want the toilet to tell you? Like, would you want the toilet to talk to you and be like, "Hey, your poop is like kind of <laughs> hey, liquidy today." You should eat some fiber, dude. Yeah, and it's like you're really judgmental. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, like in a, you could change the voices. Like, well, like with uh, you know how Alexa, you could get the voice of the Rock. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be pretty sick, actually. Yeah. If you could change the voice. Can you smell right? what your ass is putting? <laughs> oh God, dude. I don't know, man. You know, I'm just a little bit worried that they, they would send all my information about my poop to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Do you ever think about like how much like total poop you've ever as yeah, no. Like if you could quantify you the even, amount of no. stuff, I don't think our brains could even comprehend things that big. Like if you like, what, how much of a football field would it fill? That's all I want to know. I don't. I don't know. I know. I Olympic actually, swimming pool. That's a good question. Or how much you peed? I think about this all the time for like different things. I'm really glad that we're doing a, a fun, family friendly. Oh, it's not family friendly. <laughs> conversation from like bidets to shitting <laughs> out of football field. Well, like, think of other things. Like, how much total volume of air have you breathed in your life? Everyone take a deep breath. That was the yoga podcast. Center yourself. Check in with your, your toes, your knees, your elbows, Bend shoulders. Over. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're all centered. Good yeah. job, folks. I'm not. Oh. Yeah, yeah you, you stood up on that stool like a... 
Like a leg. Dude, I can never be straight. Just, your, your legs are fucking. I've got, I've got scoliosis, up. bro. Didn't you have one? Yeah, that's uh, why I got back surgery. All right, podcast land. Here's some uh, Max Danny lore. Oh, do we want to talk about why I have two names? Nah. Mm. I mean, we could. We could. That's a good topic, yeah. All right. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, scoliosis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Max Daniler. Um, I had idiopathic progressive scoliosis, with, which is doctor talk for uh, we don't know why it happened and we don't know how to stop it. Um, and my back started, like, fucking curving. It started, like, 30-something degrees and, like, a little bit of hip pain. And by the time I got back surgery, it was, like, 76-degree curve. Um, and I had a spinal fusion from uh, my thoracic four to my lumbar four and cannot go through airport security terminals. That's one of the most common questions uh, is if I can and I can't. Mm-hmm. So I just have them pat me down. You have a little card? No, I usually just tell them, and they're like, okay, and then they pat me down like normal. Mm-hmm. I had a, a pectus esclavatum, which is my chest caved in. I, th- I think I have that as well. It probably, it's like your sternum grows inwards. Yeah. yeah. And did you get it flipped out? I know people uh, I, Yeah, I had two bars put in to yeah. push it out when it was still like cardinal. So was yours deeper than mine? Uh, I don't think so anymore. Yeah. It's just kind of, it's kind of wider than yours is. But, uh, it used to be like really bad. It was like, you could see like when I just had a shirt on and I couldn't go through airport security supposedly, but like it never went off ever. Yeah. The, the only place actually it did go off was Carowinds, which they have better <laughs> Thank security. Thank God Carowinds <laughs> is better security than the PSA. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh my so. god, you guys are twinning right now. Are we twinning? I didn't even realize. No, I mean like uh, with nothing with all we're just oh, talking about. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't have the bars anymore, so I don't have to worry about that. Oh, so. okay. are you going to take it out? Yeah, because your your uh, ribs turn to bone after a while. There's no more cartilage. Whoa. Yeah. So you can take them out. Your ribs were cartilage at one point? Yeah, when you were a little baby boy. Oh. Go take a kid and squeeze them. I thought... I thought <laughs> go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> do not squeeze kids. Oh my god. Do not repeat. Find the nearest baby and just squeeze it home. Do not squeeze kids. Baby, six year old, doesn't matter. Anything before like puberty, they're pretty good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy fuck, boy. Uh, Let's not go down this lore. So I don't want to get that. Because Because it was like bad enough that the doctor's like, you will have heart problems. Uh. I think I was like 15, 16. Oh. I got him out like. So your ribs or my ribs still cartilage? I, I no, no. Really I got him out when I was uh, like this, like days before college started. Okay. So I was like 19 or whatever, 18. Um, but yeah. So that's why puberty happens. Yeah, for me at least. Because your cartilage starts turning to bone. Yeah. This it takes like a couple of years to turn it. Uh, but it's like a, it starts at the base, goes to the very ends where this is. So yes. take, you have to wait till it's completely done. I see, I see, I see. Where your sternum, I pointed to my sternum. That was actually my issue as well. My ribs were going to puncture my lungs, so that's why I had mm-hmm. to get surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just had like an open valve when I was old. So, yeah. 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 Zach has a. And like lung capacity. We're, we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, let's not talk about everyone's yeah, broken hearts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's some lore that's not needed. Zach's episode was last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, my next question also has to do with improv. Um, I don't know if you listened to the episode with Tyler, but we promised that he could ask a question for the next person that would be on the podcast. And at that time, we assumed it would be you. And now that you're here, his question was basically along the lines of. This is not exactly what he said. I'm not going to repeat exactly what he I said, but... Um, is it, do I get bitches? Um, no, but that's a very good question. Do you? 
we're gonna we're gonna hear Tyler's question first. Okay, okay. Tyler's question first. Podcast, I have no fucking clue where we're going with this. Okay, I did not so, remember this. No, it, Tyler's question was um, obviously when you're at your improv shows, you guys take suggestions from the audience yeah. um, for each little I guess like, sketch you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the threshold for what you will and will not accept? That was basically his question. Um, well, hold on, big... let's preface this. You never take our suggestions, by the way. <laughs> well, okay. This is why Tyler asked this question because the I'm suggestions. I'm excited to talk about this because <laughs> it's it's more of a misinformation thing that you guys just don't understand that we can't hear you. Okay, that's okay. Well, we are okay, always no, no, no. all the way in the back. We, you guys always. I, I would just say this: it's that also some and of you what all get up and yell. <laughs> He got Twisted Tower so in there. So he did hear we, So we hear them it. sometimes, but also the, the, the like one out of every 50 that we get is stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah. okay, so, like, so the one that Tyler said specifically was like orgy, and the boy was just like, they're not gonna fucking do We're not gonna orgy. do an orgy. Yeah, like that's yeah. obvious. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. We're not gonna do uh, fucking when the Baldwin guy. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, like, that's that. not gonna happen. We're like, not gonna do Alec Baldwin. Um, and so like, Get closer and be more clear is okay. the big one. And masks yeah. are going to help with that. Um, but also, we're it's we're getting yelled at by like thirty people. Yeah, mm. that's a good point. <laughs> that's Actually, like, I there's more that. people there. So if you want, if you decide to go to a mock troll shoot, a shoot, shoot show, shoot, shoot. <laughs> show, or shoot. any other improv show, I guess pointer. If you want your suggestion to be heard, speak loudly and clearly. And sit closer to the front if you we, can. We are also going to implement a. I tried to do it a little bit last show, uh, where we only take from sections, mm. um, and that yes. might reduce the yes. total noise input to our brains. But yeah, that's uh, a good idea. usually, like, yeah. it leads to less people suggesting for some reason. Mm. Like, like when we when I it's did like the zones last time. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. to hide in the crowd with like things you aren't <laughs> sure about. Yeah, but like yeah. dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and like last time I did it, like only two people suggested and you know, I mean, it's more fun to have something you can choose from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was a really good answer. Yeah. Um, so question after that. I'm winning at podcasting. Yeah. Good job. I, I, I got an A plus. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> yes. what has been the, uh, the sketch that you guys have done at the improv show, not at the after show, yeah. but just in improv so far in any of your shows that you've been the most proud of? Um, oh, I, I really like our long forms, and I know, like, um, the one, like, uh, the one where I was a ghost was really fun. The guy's, the, the guy's dead dad of, yeah. I think it was Tomato Town. It was, it was, it was <laughs> Tomato Town. Like, um, uh, the Crazy Quest, where I was the, I think I was a French chef. Mm, your French, French guy's really good on stage. You. Also, your Smeagol is good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was another one I was good Yeah. Um, I was uh, Jeff Bezos' uh, like, yeah, what were you doing? I was, I, was in his, I was in his house for like 40 years and searching just, for the treasure. And it was his pee or something? Uh, <laughs> we, we weren't expecting it to be pee either. Um, it was supposed to be he was hoarding all the water. Okay. And then Stacy's like, that's nah, actually pee. And so we're like, oh, oh, okay. it's actually pee. Yeah, well. um, I, yeah, that was the one I drank it. <laughs> uh, but the French chef who had the competitive, who was like in competition with another chef, 
and he's like, I'm trusting you with this secret ingredient. Mm. If you give this to the other chef, my entire livelihood will be destroyed. Look me in the eyes and tell me you will not betray me. And, <laughs> and the point of the game is that you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was fun. Um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, I like improv a lot because it's generally fun and there are moments you can pack out, but when you're doing it, you're not really, like, it's hard to remember what you do in an improv scene because you're not... Yeah, that's, you don't prepare for it. You just do it on the spot, yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of just black out, enter the fucking... Let the spirit of entertainment take over you. It's kind of yeah. like how I study. I just mm-hmm. black out, go into control system mode, and do math. You grind, yeah. Yeah. I got that. Well, thank you for the answer. Yeah, I, I will also say another thing that's impressive to me is that how you guys, none of you ever seem lost when you're doing something. I don't know if you feel that way. I'm sure some of you do sometimes, but uh, you never, it never looks that way when I'm watching. Like we're always, like we're always insecure and so like self-conscious about it because yeah. we all do it all the time only with each other, right? And mm-hmm. so we're all watching people who know how to do improv do improv. Yeah. And because we all know how to do improv, but at the same time don't know how to do improv, like there's there's no real, we don't really have a teaching curriculum. Yeah, there's no real way to do it definitively. Yeah. yeah. And so like, it's, I feel like there have almost consistently been practices that are better than the shows. Because like, we're not, we're, there's but less stress, pre- right? Yeah, there's less stress in practice, and also like the perception that we have of our performance is always going to be worse at shows because mm-hmm. there are people watching, especially compared to the people who aren't at practices and aren't like. I have you I ever like made given like, off, a, like a like a presentation at your job or whatever, or like a job or whatever? Yeah. and it's like when you're practicing, you got it down pat, but as soon as you like stand up, like, oh fuck, here it's we go. Yeah. Also, like we we think because people are watching us that. Um, you guys can tell that we're nervous and stuff because uh-huh. like <laughs> I can't. exactly because you guys like haven't watched as much improv as yeah, we have yeah. right? so, and we watch improv all the time so we know that we're not doing as well as we can but it. Uh, I heard this analogy uh, where it's like someone who does trapeze like if something hap- wrong happens and you have to fix it mm-hmm. don't go quickly because they can't like the audience can't tell that something wrong happened they just think it's part of the show mm-hmm. um, and just like make sure you're Doing heard, all the things I've heard you the same do. thing about like music and stuff. Yeah. Like, you fuck up a chord, just strum Just keep it. going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, another question to, I guess, kind of wrap around to the improv thing. This is going to be more focused on the around. after show. Um, obviously, around. that's a lot more planned out. Um, you guys have like stand-up and stuff you do sometimes. You do sketches sometimes. Like I remember one you did a couple weeks ago or... A show or two ago with the guy at the airport, and yeah, that was that was <laughs> all you. To miss his flight. That was great. Yeah. Um, what what is your process specifically for either like coming up with sketches or the stand up that you guys do sometimes? Uh, how do you plan that out? So, um, uh, Nocturnal Soup, we wanted it to just be the more experimental, like do whatever we want yeah. kind of thing. And so, there's been nights where we where we do sketches. Where there's been nights we do. Uh, stand up there's been nice we do stuff we cleaned out but usually it's kind of just whatever the whim is it's like pretty lately decided uh the the again stand up and sketches are an exception because they're stuff we've done every year I think because something interesting about our troupe is that because of COVID taking like two and a half years of practice and performance away people like improv is passed down through like teaching and being there and doing that and so a lot of the like things that they had done in the past, people just don't know when or how to do them. So it's been a lot of refiguring out. And so because of that, it's been a lot of like almost alone work, 
with the sketches, like we all wrote them individually, um, and then we kind of just like picked out of the pile of what we thought was interesting, and then people like had a half an hour before practice, and we practiced them like four times. Mm. Um, and then for stand up, that was also like, okay, we're having stand up at the end of the month. Come with you know mm-hmm. three to five minutes or do something that you want to do for fun uh and some people told stories sean did the thing with the book um <laughs> uh, if yeah you don't know what we're talking about he got a book that was like a, written in the 70s about yeah. how to have sex and it had a lot of views on sex that were from the 70s and uh yeah. just did a q a um so like, to the audience yeah that, that was that was really funny it was very entertaining yeah uh, a lot of people's questions were really good too yeah because yeah. uh, like we wish we could do more audience participation um, because, like, who doesn't love getting involved in improv? But it's just, like, it's hard with so many people. And also, improv is very intense, right? Like, if you yeah. haven't done it before, mm-hmm. um, getting on stage is spooky. Yeah. Yeah, no, fuck that. And so you asked about, like, the process. Yeah. Um, and I guess with the sketch, I, I write things down a lot, like, on my phone or on, like... Yeah. I, like, if I, if I think of funny things, I will make sure to write them down. And even if they're not funny, they're just interesting. And so I was, the idea for the terrorist that got on the wrong flight, um, or that missed his flight, uh, was, it was like a John Mulaney interview. And he was like, you gotta wear a suit to go on air, when you go to airports, because you might meet somebody that is important and you gotta look presentable, but also, if you miss your flight, you're gonna get a lot better chance if you're in a suit and go up to someone, I need to get on a flight now. <laughs> and so I'm like, that's crazy that you can probably just get on a flight if you went up to someone. Yeah. I'm like, why couldn't a terrorist do that? And then, so that was kind of the scene of like, I need to get on this flight now. And it's like, sorry, sir. Um, corporate policy says that unfortunately we can't let you on this flight. So, and then for stand up, um, I mean, I sit and like try and write stand up. And there's like, there's a process, there's like formulas and whatever, but it's more of just like, talk about things that are, I mean, the last stand up, I talked about my, like dick and balls a lot, mm-hmm. okay. um, which is, is not something that I like intend to do, but it, it was kind of a last minute thing where I'm just like, I need to be funny quick. So I'm gonna talk yeah. about dick and yeah. balls a lot. Yeah. Um, but like my current process now is more write down things that matter um, rants and just like talk about them for as long as I can uh, and then from that you can like set up the it's like premise attitude and then act out uh, okay. and if you can like do the act out funny that gets a bunch of jokes and so like if you watch comedians they'll they'll talk about um, like the best example is, is if you watch Don Glover's stand up and because I think I think what happened is like he was a comedy writer. Um, yeah, he, he wrote for Thirty Rock, he, right? Yeah, he wrote for Thirty Rock. Yeah. He did the uh, Derek comedy sketches, and so he got picked up. And people who knew how to do stand up were like, "Okay, here's how to like," because he follows the formula really, really, really specifically. Yeah. But like, has learned the menage a trois of like, I, that's not even the right word, um, <laughs> of like how to do it in an entertaining way, and it's so. Pick a topic. It usually has to do with like hardship in your life, whether it be like how you were raised, um, uh, something that like doesn't cause you to fit in, uh, something that 
you're insecure about something with your relationships, yada, 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 something hard about life. We like to be yeah. like, because it's get involved with the things and like the message that you can relate to on an emotional level. And then like there's some switch or entertaining um, laugh part. And so it's topics that are hard, weird, scary, or stupid. And again, even in the Donald Glover stand-up, a lot of the time it's like, relationships are hard, and then he goes into the joke. Yeah. So being able to like establish that attitude, either like, this is weird, this is hard, this is stupid, this is scary, and there's an, like, this pisses me off, but like that's like, when you're just starting, you wanna focus on the first four. And then, um, and then you have to usually make an insightful remark about it, right? And so like, that's the hardest part, is being like, truthful, um, and not trying to be funny. And like, uh, I can keep fucking referring to the Donald Lover bit because it's the one that I remember the most. So it's like, relationships are hard. Um, and then the point was that like, uh, people get insecure about like each other for stuff that they can't even control. And instead of like saying that, he acted it out where he's like, uh, my girl woke up from a dream the other night, hit me on the head with a pillow. She's like, I had a dream that you were with another woman. And the acting out and the overperforming of it, mm-hmm. um, of like this scene that does create some like emotional level and has the attitude of, oh, this is weird, right? It creates the like, uh, the discontinuity that comedy likes, as well as gives us the loud, funny thing to look at. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like, I'm not good at doing that yet. Uh, it's a lot more about like actually figuring out how to be funny in the act out, yeah. which is like, so you have to do a ton of writing to come up with insightful things yeah. that you can like make a joke about and then have to embarrass yourself by doing the wacky crazy. Yeah, part. you have to find uh, an effective way to present it in a comedic way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. And, yeah. and so even practicing it, you can't really practice it by yourself. Yeah. No. Um, and so, like, my poor roommates, I've, I have told them so many horrible jokes. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a process of failure. It's yeah. basically, like, it's do it wrong until it's not all wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I understand um, that, yeah. I, and I do get what you're saying um, about more, more of the process in terms of, like, figuring out what works and what doesn't. Because, you know, obviously, I mean, this isn't just for stand-up or improv or anything else. Um, if you're doing a presentation at work, for example, you could give two different people the exact same information, and one person could just be better at presenting and go up and have a much better presentation than the other person. Yeah. Even though they're both giving you the exact same thing, it's just how you convey your, like, uh, how you portray there's, what you're saying to your audience. There's a lot of, your audience. of presenting anything, like yeah. queuing up stuff in your, like, audience's mind and yeah. stuff, and then yeah. executing on that. And yeah, so it's yeah. like the setup and release. Yeah, um, so it's like the, uh, what's the magic terms, or like sleight of hand things, you have uh, the- Misdirection? The prestige or whatever oh. at the end, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, mm. but it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, Prestige, I've never heard of it. Isn't that the one where it's the the Prestige? It doesn't matter. Okay, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. It's close enough to whatever I'm thinking. After of. this podcast, I will look it up on IMDb <laughs> yeah. because I'm very. It's going to be bad now. Yeah. Um, um, I'm a little boxed. Yeah, there's a lot of skill to presenting things, even if you're trying to be funny. Yeah. It's still a lot to yep. it, and you got to be relatable. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Max, my next question for you is, uh, I don't know if you guys know Max, for those of you who don't, um, 
at most places that you will see him out, like parties, stuff like that. <laughs> he always has a very specific outfit. Um, you're always going to be able to pick him out of the crowd <laughs> depending on what he's wearing. So, for example, last night we actually went to uh, like a neon party where the theme was neon, and he was, was maybe the only person, one of the only, only people there. Yeah, it was like dripped out in neon stuff and like fit the theme of the party. I know, I know. It wasn't a romper, but it was a two piece yeah. of like the '90s bus seat. I had uh, pink and blue have a Nike Day high tops with uh, like bright striped socks. I had a like hot pink hat with a pocket and uh, the Rubik's cube necklace. Which like Wait, where do you get all this stuff? Yeah, that was gonna be my follow-up question. How does it <laughs> so, come in your possession? So like I wanna know about the Rubik's Cube. So necklace. the Rubik's Cube necklace, I was just uh pissed and uh just was using solving Rubik's Cube as a solving Rubik's Cubes as like a stress relief. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go cube. <laughs> Take a cube out real quick. Um, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> cube off. And then I couldn't, I couldn't like get the fucking, I couldn't get the corners right or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was pissed and I threw it and it exploded, um, which was fun to watch. And I'm like, ah, shit, I can't, just can't cube anymore. Um, and I have like, I just have chain material and a bunch of like, uh, what's it called? The chain and the links that you can buy Ooh, on Amazon for like 15 bucks yeah. for both of them. And, I've made a couple and only the hand and the Rubik's Cube necklace have seen the light of day because the other ones are kind of lame. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's fun. I yeah. like to do it. And then uh, the the shirt and the shorts. I bought the shirt like five years ago on like, it's called Rage On. It's a bunch of like stupid, it's a bunch of stupid shirts and they're like over expensive and low quality. Um, but... It was a cool design, and I haven't really worn it since like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I found the shorts online. Um, I think those were like American Eagle. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, this is the exact same design. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking buy those. Yeah. So it was a menagerie of just finding things and yeah. buying them. That's pretty sick. I-, I will say, I'm always impressed. Every single like theme party I've been to with you, you were the, the one person that consistently matches the theme every yeah. single time. You always find a way. Goes out. It is incredible. It's so impressive to me because my, my wardrobe is so fucking bland. <laughs> I struggle to come up with stuff or some of that stuff. I mean, sometimes. I have a very big closet. I'm looking in your closet now and you have like well, five, to be fair, six shirts. Most yeah. of his clothes are on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, even the ones that are on the floor though, like they're not very... The, a majority of them actually are on the floor. Okay. How do you find anything? <laughs> we're not gonna... We're, well, the next podcast will make fun of you. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna discuss my uh, my sorting, my organization in my room of my clothing because that is pretty... Uh, the secret of that is that there is none. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, final question that I have for you today. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying Obviously, you're involved in a lot. Um, you literally just went to this design-a-thon and did uh, some improv stuff there, right? Yeah, I've been doing improv all day and will be doing improv for the rest of the day. Yeah, so you do that. You are an electrical engineering major, so you're involved in stuff like that. Don't you do stuff yeah. like that on campus, too? Yeah, I'm doing undergraduate research in transmission line relays. Okay. It's exhausting. So, so you're obviously very involved, and as a person so involved with as many things as you are, my question is... At the end of your life, what will you consider successful? Like you're on your deathbed, <laughs> seconds before somebody you asks you, seconds. like, and you're satisfied. Uh, what would it take for you to be 100 satisfied? I... What would it take for you to be satisfied? What are your your goals? God, I don't know the answer. Um, because I could get really egotistical with this. Because like, I have a. <sighs> Ooh. Okay, so end of my end of my life. Yeah. What do you want to accomplish? Max does go around parties asking people questions like this. 
So actually, that night. Um, <laughs> I oh man. Okay, wait. We can cut out me all this fucking umming and eyeing. Um, but okay. I I really had to, like give me a second. I was like, I'm gonna leave okay. it in just to build suspense. Fuck. <laughs> What about you, Billy? What makes you happy? What he thinks? Um, I feel like I have contributed enough to whatever job I end up doing, basically, and to be able to support the people that I care about. I don't know who those people will be. Probably some of my family. You know, maybe some of these people here I know now. But for me, ultimately, it's just being able to do that and feel like I've been able to take care of them and make them happy. That's generally what I want at this point. Mm-hmm. I I would like to create uh, something new that does good. Uh, whether that be like I really want to keep doing like this designing stuff for these power systems because it's like I mean the power industry right now seems to be doing a lot of good for people mm-hmm. and so I'm excited about that. It's like stimulating. It's interesting. Like with comedy, I want to like not only. <sighs> I mean, I'm not skilled enough to even try to begin to push the medium forward, but it's something that I'm like, I love being involved with to the point that I want to be good enough that I can try to do that. Um, And I mean, I'd also like to just, I think I'll be satisfied if I've been able to give back as much like love, joy, and respect that I've gotten. Because I've gotten a lot. Like, I have a lot of yeah. really great people in my life that have... I mean, it, like, including you, like, you guys letting me on this is just, like, another, like... It's a showing of love that I think if I, if I die happy, I will be able to have put that much good in the world that has come to me. That's yeah. a good answer. That was a good answer. Yeah, yeah. just leave a lasting impact. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's the ultimate goal. I would like to people... Like, I would really like people to remember my name, but... I mean, yeah. that's a yeah. very, like, egotistical request. I, I had that same thing, right. like, for a while. I, was like, I just wanted to be remembered or whatever. Like, I got really into, like, Roman history and, like, all those people. Even, this, like, like, even the Sands of fucking, what's it called? It's the guy that went through the desert. The uh, Ozymandias or whatever. Something like that. And yeah. it was, like, his entire empire and all that was left was, like... It's like a visage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, um, trying to last forever probably will never be possible. So, yeah. Yeah, it's probably better just to last forever. Would you guys want to live forever if you had the chance? No. I would want to live for like, uh, like maybe like, I don't know, a I few centuries. Live, I think I'd live forever. I, I, I don't think I would. I, I take a few centuries and then, all right, I've done my stuff. I'm out. Oh, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> the thing is, what's the difference between the entire universe ending and only being void and dying? Uh, nothing. Nothing. As, as far as you're concerned, when you're dying, that's a good point. Yeah, I was dead for so I mean, fourteen what, billion. Once years. the universe like fades into atoms, yeah. I'm dead anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, that's but true. I think it would get. I don't want to say bored by your foot's on a social security card. <laughs> just, <oops. laughs> well, that's what I get for living in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like you know, you could live forever, but yeah, I think it would get boring after a while because you there's so much you can do. But you can only do so much. But I would like to see like where our like species goes. Yeah, like that would want to live forever. But I would want to get like a good movie, right? Like the few last hour yeah. before, where it's like, yo, we did all this, we did this. Eternity forever. head. Yeah. Oh my god. Eternity head. <laughs> yeah. Eternity head. Because I mean, if you're living forever, you're both getting head forever and mm-hmm. not getting head Although, forever. That's true. There's that song about oh, what's the head paradox. Jason Isbell, whatever, is <laughs> about uh, being vampires and how like your love doesn't mean anything when you're a couple who are vampires because <laughs> yeah. you live forever it's like yeah I mean I could just come back to you later I'll have a billion trillion years 
but if I only have 60, then I might as well spend them with you or whatever. Damn. Yeah. yeah. I think I have enough love to go around for a million, million years. Yeah. yeah. Well, let us know if you figure it out. Slanging dick for eternity. That's <laughs> going around. That's the, that's the only way that I have it. Slanging dick. Slanging dick forever. That's funny. That would definitely be the lasting impact. Yep. On the earth. Well, my next Genghis Khan. Max, you have to get it in proper. I do. I'm like, uh, I have to go downstairs and Tope Zach takes me. Yeah. All right, so I'm we're going to go ahead and wrap the episode up now. Uh, Max, thank you for coming. You got thank you for having me. Really, I, like, I'd yeah, like one. to come back in the future if that's possible. I've, yeah, maybe. Yeah, this is, this we is have to go on a round table episode. Those are fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, anyways, um, I've been Billy. Yeah, I've been Boyd. And. Oh, I've been. Dan Max. Yeah, slash Max. This has been the Billy Boyd Podcast, episode six. Thank you for tuning in yeah. and I hope you have a great Bye. time. Peace. Of course. Bye.